Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mayor Antonio Villaraigosa. Everyone sing along here. You're in the oh, car. Come on. Happy holidays, everybody. Come on, let's go. You know, I want fantastic. But I want it. You know. But uh, I'll tell you. Can you feel it? You know. You know. I like that. It's really been nine years since he lost Tony Villar's mayor. But that song will outlive him. That's his legacy. I mean, Garcetti doesn't even have a good song. At least Tony Villar has. Looking better. Tony Villar. God. All right. So later on in the show. The hack of the year to throw into the dumpster with a collection of audio associated with this hack. Stay tuned for that. Right now, we turn to one of the big stories, uh, particularly here in California. We had an earthquake up in Northern California in a place called Humboldt County. Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, is here with the details. Alex. Hey there, guys. Yes. Yeah, uh, and uh, so guys, it's been a, a day of uh, shaking in, in Humboldt County, and uh, they, the injury count now up to, uh, they believe, around 12, although they think that number is going to go up um, as more people uh, go into urgent care and into hospitals, and 
figure that they're going to get uh, something fixed that, that they got hit by that, that fell or something else that went on. Two people are dead um, from medical emergencies. Uh, we don't know exactly what they were, except that uh, they happened as the, the earthquake was hitting. So could have been a, a heart attack, something like that, out of the fear of what was going on. Uh, but it was a strong earthquake, and uh, people around Humboldt County, especially in the community of Rio Dell, they're saying it felt like a truck hit their home. It felt like any number of things. We talked to this lady who says it felt like she was in uh, Kansas, and uh, she was in a different kind of natural disaster, everything going on. Uh, it felt like I was in a hor- uh, tornado. Uh, my house is on Post and Piers, and it completely moved in circles. Um, it was it's pretty terrifying. It's uh, it was loud. So of course she had to add in this. We're uh, we're back at we're not in Kansas anymore. Nope, they're in Northern California, and uh, they definitely fell to six point four. What's crazy though, guys, is this came exactly one year to the day that a six point two magnitude quake uh, hit the county, hit Humboldt County on December twentieth of twenty twenty one. Just coincidental, different faults, all of that. But um, that they dealt with this a year ago. This one was worse and. Uh, this one did uh, a lot more damage than that one did, at least uh, in populated areas. But they've had over 80 aftershocks today, uh, lots of broken glass uh, around communities. Um, they've been dealing with the, the nonstop shaking, and they're probably going to have that for a while. We talked to a seismologist at USGS, and she was saying that uh, probably two or three days they'll continue to have the aftershocks. So we saw that and felt that in Ridgecrest a couple of years ago, and I was in Fukushima and covering uh, that uh, earthquake and tsunami. There were many days of very strong aftershocks. Everybody remembers it from Northridge as well, that uh, that you deal with that for a while, and they're dealing with that right now. This is almost as big as the Northridge Northridge quake in 94. Yeah, and, I mean, you really start to see, and they they do, there is a lot of damage. Uh, There are homes that are off their foundations. One home burned when a uh, a water heater uh, split away from the wall, and then uh, then the, the home caught on fire. Uh, with a gas leak. Um, There's been a lot, but in the newer areas of town, just like we've seen in in Southern California, uh, building codes and whatnot that, you know, it's a lot of broken glass. It's things that fell off the wall. The people who were hurt, uh, most of them were uh, hit by things that that fell on them. Remember, this was 2.37 in the morning. People were sound asleep. Stuff was falling on them, or they were getting up in the middle of the night trying to make their way through and, you know, slammed into something. Um, so generally, many of the, the communities did really well, but there are some hard-hit areas. Biggest problems tonight, uh, there is a storm moving in. It was uh, pretty misty all day today, and many areas don't have any electricity. Many areas don't have any running water, and the State Office of Emergency Services says they're going to have to work on that, saying this today. We need to get water to people um, based upon the outcomes of this assessment. Uh, we can make sure that, that people have the water they need. They are moving uh, emergency food and uh, cots and uh, water into the area in case they need it. They probably won't, but in case it gets bad enough and PG&E can't get the electricity back on in time, they'll get them that. Um, and, you know, really today it has been people driving around kind of in shock, checking on neighbors. You know, the Humboldt County, uh, Del Rio area, or Rio Del area um, is – there are mountainous areas. It is, um, you know, open land. There's a lot of agricultural uh, work that goes on. This guy, his name is Monk Monk. I talked to him today, and um, he Monk says Monk. they're just everybody's. Yep, Monk Monk. It's actually Monk Monkey, but he goes by Monk Monk. 
um, that uh, he says they've just been, uh, you know, checking on everybody. People are driving around looking, checking on their neighbors. Uh, people are plugging their hybrids into their houses uh, if they can to power their houses. So since 2000, the area has had seven earthquakes over a 5.0, and so he pointed out they've dealt with a lot of this. We're pretty remote on the coast there. We get a lot of earthquakes all the time, so we're no strangers to earthquakes, but uh, larger ones are uh, not as common. No, and nobody gets used to it. I mean, anybody who's lived in California long enough, you know that uh, if it's strong enough, it's going to, especially you're sound asleep at 2.30 in the morning, uh, it's going to get the heart rate going. He's been in Humboldt County for a long time. He's lived through a lot of them, but he said that when when it happened, he woke up screaming and confused and wondering what was going on, that the the rumbling noise and the the force of the, the quake, that in that moment when you're sound asleep, he didn't know what was happening, but... Uh, a lot of folks, uh, they've got damage, and you know, it's a lot of chimneys down, a lot of uh, fireplaces with brick that uh, that crumbled, and uh, now they're going to have to clean it up. I'm hearing that it was very long duration, and people felt dizzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they say that it went on for quite a while. Um, and, and up and down, you add in the shaking. That's what... They say it was mainly a violent. Uh, it was kind of violent thrusting that they they mm. felt like it was. You know, a, a truck that, that's here. This lady, uh, she describes a Ginger Parker. She lost her uh, fireplace and her chimney. We were woke up by an aggressive earthquake and a big roar and things falling off the wall, hitting us on the head and um, just a lot of loud noises. Yeah, this was not one of those rolling ones. This was violently shaking back and forth. They say it was very aggressive and uh, that added to things falling off the walls and on to people as they were asleep and, and kind of added to the freakiness of it. The other thing we keep hearing is about the noise. And, again, you know, everybody knows in earthquakes you get that rumbling, rolling sound. That They say it sounded like, and not to use a cliche, but a train going by, that it, it had that rumble. And people, you know, who don't live anywhere near railroad tracks knew something else was going on. Um, but they, they say it was incredibly loud and lasted for quite a while and was the – the, the violent back and forth, and that's why the water lines were cut. That's why the power lines were cut, and they have no electricity. They have no running water because it was that violent, you know, ripping the, the pipes and the lines apart. All right, Alex, thank you very much for that report. We appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, guys. Alex Stone posted up on the story of the big earthquake seven and a half miles southwest of a place called Ferndale, California, about 2.30 this morning. Turned out to be a 6.4. This is up in Humboldt County, way up north. Caused damage south of Eureka. A few injuries. A couple of people reported dead. Might be cardiac arrest. They're not sure. And then, of course, over 70,000 people without power. And then you heard Alex mention water, too. Oh, the water system got wrecked. Leaks. That's the tough part. I mean, it's great that you lived through it, but now you're going to have to get past no electricity and no water until they can fix those problems. That's uh, no fun at all. Yeah, some people say it lasted at least 15 seconds, if not longer. Yeah, that sounds, the... that sounds similar to the Northridge quake. Yeah, yeah that, that was an up and down quake. You're right. That was a jolter versus the little waves that you see. Nothing had. here. Nothing came down nothing here. Nothing here. No, well, this is hundreds of miles away. So right. this is well north of the Bay Area. So Maybe next time. You forget how big a state this is. <laughs> Uh, they did say that it, uh, I didn't get how long, you know, that Shake Alert app that did yeah. put out a warning, but I didn't see in any story 
Yeah. Was it a minute before, 10 seconds before? Or? Yeah. It's, it's two. I'm like an hour warning if they could do that. 2.37 in the morning. So who's who's going to hear their warning? The phone would go. I'm sure if Deborah Mark was here, she'd tell us she's got it fixed. So it's a really loud alarm. <laughs> beep, beep. Oh, it's right on her pillow next to her. <laughs> going to action. So what do you do? Oh, uh, you you prepare. You I don't prepare. know. You you brace yourself. You find a hiding spot. I don't get, know. What get under do. the bed. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. The iHeart Radio app. If your holiday plans include going to Chicago, don't. Uh, massive blizzard. They're telling people not to even be on the streets. It's going to be very dangerous. Big storm. Big storm headed to that part of the country. Uh, Coming up after 4.30, the Biden administration has made a move on the end of Title 42. The big news yesterday, the Supreme Court, the Chief Justice John Roberts, put a stay on the stay. Hmm? Anyway, Title 42 was supposed to elapse today, actually midnight tonight. But a... uh, Supreme Court decision by uh, John Roberts would not have that happen. It's going to remain in effect for now. He was going to he's asked the White House for a response by 5 p.m. Eastern time. And there was a response. We'll tell you what that was from the Biden administration coming up as we update you on the crush at the border after the news at 430. Uh, You know, it's going to be exciting to watch next year, John, we believe. What? The trial of Mark Ridley Thomas. Oh, yes. That's going to be good entertainment. I always get you turned to skepticism. You're kind of mumbling, oh, yeah, really, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. Uh, Mark Ridley Thomas is the disgraced and suspended L.A. City Council member. One of many disgraced, either suspended or convicted L.A. City Council members. They're all disgraced. (laughs) Involved in corruption cases, either uh, convicted or otherwise accused. He's been charged by the feds. And this all deals with the former dean of the USC School of Social Work, a woman named Marilyn Flynn, that uh, they made a secret deal. Ridley Thomas agreed to steer money to USC. Uh, and at the time, he was a county supervisor. If the university admitted his son, Sebastian, to graduate school with a full tuition scholarship and a paid professorship and... He apparently also got a job, right, with some nonprofit. Yes, that the whole deal. Yes, they had. A, it, it, there was many prongs to this particular uh, crime. Yes, there are prongs. <laughs> well, you know, to get big contracts. And, and it's all about saving his dud son. It was. Right. Who messed up his life? Anyway, you know, Flynn. And the bad news for her, for for Thomas, is that she pled guilty already. So, right. so he's cooked. Uh, obviously, she will be a key witness. I would imagine for the prosecution. Well, in their she case against Ridley Thomas. Uh, she took the money from Ridley Thomas, and she's the one who gave the uh, special deal to Ridley Thomas's dud son. So, uh, yeah, I'd I'm say taking she's, it. Uh, the defense is that these two things had nothing to do with each other. I the contracts have nothing to do with his son getting the. Hell? the well, there is no defense. I don't know what the, what he's going to say. He's going to the, the attorney's going to come up with some nonsense. But there's no defense. They've got all the records of the money. I mean, the money um, had to be officially appropriated by the Board of Supervisors. So there was money sent to USC. And right, but it had nothing to do with his sons getting the, all these perks. Except they... they, they that was sh- just a coincidence. His they, son was... Uh, <laughs> there's an his, email chain. I'm trying to imagine the defense here. <laughs> there is no defense. His I don't son know was qualified. Uh, he certainly uh, got the position on his own merit. His own merit. I think he was Full already... Full tuition scholarship, paid professorship, and a job with a nonprofit. By, by the way, this is close to the deal that uh, 
Karen Garcetti got from USC as well, and she should have also been charged. True, she she got tuition free. I don't think she got a paid professorship. No, I said it was close to the same deal, but I mean the the real value is in the free tuition that she got. And plus, apparently, that was a massive congressional bill. What Ridley Thomas did was individually steer right contracts. Yes, but it's the same idea. It she, is the she same buried idea. it in a larger bill that was going to benefit Marilyn a number Marilyn of Marilyn Flynn even said that. It's like the same thing we did for Karen Exactly. Yes, I'm just did. going by their words. They said it's very similar. It's like, okay, I believe you. It's very similar. You should oh. know. You engineered these two deals. I, I would think he'd want to plea this out, but we have followed the political career of Mark Ridley Thomas over the years He's, from the uh, L.A. City Council to the Board of Supervisors let's, let's and say back to the L.A. City Council. and He was gifted with more stubbornness and defiance than he was intelligence. He really is a confident-sounding man. Yes. I will say that. Big, big booming voice, but uh, the bulb does not shine too brightly upstairs. He always talks very confidently about, you know, and very certainly. Uh, and. Yeah. Very solemnly. No, the word is he he would bully the other supervisors, from what I from what I understand from inside sources. That's I've heard that too. Yeah. So, what's happening now on the story is he's getting his money, three hundred and sixty four thousand five hundred and seventy three dollars, because the city council, originally on the advice of the city controller Ron Galprin, stopped paying him after they suspended him, and Ridley Thomas sued. So on December 7th, the city council, all but one, voted to give him his money. And that's the total of it, $364,573. Plaintiff will dismiss his claims after receipt of the settlement payment. And uh, that apparently is what's happening. Uh, Well, it's all going to go to the attorneys. Now, Galperin defended his decision, saying that's in the charter. It's in accordance with city law. I acted because my job as controller and the taxpayer's watchdog required it, says Galperin, by suspending his money. However, others said that Galperin was trying to get some publicity in his campaign for state controller. Did you know he ran for state controller? Yeah, but is it in the charter or is it not? It's. I mean, mean, everybody makes their proclamations. It's probably, I mean... He's been indicted. So what you had here, convicted. See, the judge didn't decide that Ridley Thomas was right and Galperin was wrong. The city just folded. Yes, that's all. Decided not to fight the suit and they folded. All all of Ridley Thomas's buddies on the city council decided to fold and pay off their friend. Galperin's a Galperin's a pretty straight shooter. If that's what he reads, I bet you that's what it says in the law. Now it doesn't mean that he could do it. He has the power to do it. Doesn't mean the city council has to go along with it. They could override him, and they did here. What did they do with Weezar? Because he also got involved in a. Can he's, his trial's also coming up in 2023. I don't know. He's another one that better settle, uh, better make a plea deal because uh, he's, he's got relatives. His own family's going to testify, testify against, against him. I know. <laughs> they help him launder the money. <laughs> so um, I think uh, they also knocked him off the city council, but I forget. I guess he didn't ask for his pay. I don't know. But the word is Ridley Thomas needs the money to fund his defense. So that's probably why really? he wanted his back pay. Yeah, that is kind of the inside word. He does need the money. What, what, what's he What's he done with all his money? Because you get you get paid really well and you have great benefits. He has been in one office or another for thirty years now. I and know. you know you get access to a lot of money when you're in office. 
Oh, and nobody's paid more than an L.A. County supervisor. Right. Of course, L.A. City Council members he, are paid. He's actually at the Handsomely, top. as we know from Kevin DeLeon. Hey, when it comes to f- uh, finances, he's at the top of his field in terms yeah. of the uh, uh, salary and, and benefits and pension he gets in. What do you, what do you, what do you blow his money on? <laughs> Don't know that. Dinner? Dinner. All right. When we come back, the latest about Title 42 and the overrun border. There are some developments this afternoon you need to hear about which could make things better or worse. Not sure yet, but of course, Texas is feeling the brunt of the migrants who are coming here because they believe that Title 42 is going to expire and it's going to be even more than an open border than it's been. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Well, is Santa Monica safe? Hmm. No. That's the point being made by some business owners in Santa Monica, particularly around the promenade area. John Alley returns to the show after the news at 5 o'clock. They put up a big sign which says exactly that. Santa Monica is not safe. Yeah. This, of course, is upending the government there, thinking, what, how dare they? Uh, he's with the Santa Monica Coalition. These are uh, business people, residents, property owners, and they've got this uh, billboard that uh, very clearly states the obvious. And it's funny how upset people in... Uh, the official circles of Santa Monica are getting. It's the truth. And the fastest way to get the most criticism and most trouble in life is to tell the truth and say it out loud. And then all hell comes down on you because nobody wants to deal with the truth. Well, we're back to Title 42 in the U.S. border. The big news yesterday, the Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts said, no, you're not going to end Title 42 right away. That was a decision of a previous federal judge who said it's time to end Title 42. Title 42 is a provision of a 1944 public health services law that allows the U.S. government to prevent the entrance of people into the country during public health emergencies. And I just found this statistical nugget. Migrants have been denied requests to seek asylum under U.S. and international law, which is Title 42, two and a half million times since March of 2020. When mm-hmm. this was implemented, two and a half million. See, what, what every administration does is when they're faced with an issue, they go into this is what their lawyers do. They go into the books and see if they can take an existing law that might have been passed for an entirely different reason. And if they could somehow twist it and bend it to apply to the current state, because then they don't have to uh, go to Congress and try to get a new law passed because Congress never passes anything. That's what Biden did with the student loans. Right. That's what he pulled out a law from uh, the early 2000s to try to apply it to forgiving student loans. And then a judge says, no, you can't do that. Now, in this case, I think in this case, this was warranted, but maybe not now because it's 2023 almost. And the COVID emergency is really over. um, Well, this is the old question, right? When the emergency is over, what happens when an official continues to declare a state of emergency? We have that in California here. Gavin Newsom's state of emergency is still ongoing. That's what gave uh, Barbara Ferrer the right to threaten a, a mask mandate yes. a couple of weeks ago. Now, she stood down. It's the second time in six months she stood down from a no, mask No, the numbers mandate. dropped off. I get them every day, and I saw them now, really drop yeah. it off in the last two weeks. And they dropped off without requiring people to wear masks. Yeah, I know. Which is what happened last summer, too. It did happen back in July. All right. the all these mask holes. Well, you know, it's uh, you know, it's, it's it's safety. It's, it's it, you know, it's been proven. Well, then how how come the numbers go down twice now in six months, just before they do the mask mandate? 
Now, if you weren't listening yesterday, Mark Krikorian, who's the executive director of the Center for Immigration Studies, was on the air and he told us something that we did not know. When it comes to Title 42, while it was implemented under Trump, they used it a lot. But Biden's been his administration, Department of Homeland Security. The word is not so much. They are turning away some people under Title 42. But again, they have discretion. It's just something you can use if you want to, which is one reason why the border has been overwhelmed. But the other part of this, which is even more important, is the message has gone out that this wondrous Title 42 is going away. And you're going to get into the United States because, uh, as Mark said, you get a phone call that uh, somebody who tried to get into the U.S. got in. They're, they're going easier at the border. Now's your chance. And that's why so many people, as many as 14,000 a day, are coming to the border, mainly at Texas. A lot of them are coming from countries like uh, Nicaragua, Venezuela. These are countries beyond what we used to see in the days where it was largely just Mexico and some Central American countries. The announcement today from the John Roberts announcement yesterday from the Biden administration is they're asking the Supreme Court to let Title 42 come to an end, but give us till least after Christmas, which implies they're trying to come up with a plan. In a really good editorial this afternoon, the Wall Street Journal calls it Biden's moment of truth on immigration. Because if they let Title 42 expire and they don't come up with something to replace it, there was uh, an idea floated that they might suspend asylum requests for a couple of months. Well, you and, know, and what, that message goes out and then the border, you see, dies down. People stop well, coming because, oh, they got something else. It's something about stopping asylum. OK, we're not going. Well, much of the public doesn't know what's going on at the border. You really have to watch Fox News or read The Wall Street Journal or New The York New York Post. Post. Yeah. To, to understand the depth of this. And it's 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 terrible because I listen to uh, a Bill Malugin report almost every day that they run on Fox News. And it's absolutely overwhelming what's going on. And like we mentioned this yesterday, they've got almost 5,000 people crammed into a detention center that's built for 1,000. Hmm. So all the complaints from all the left-wing phonies about the way Trump uh, took care of the, the migrants... A few yeah. years ago, that it was inhumane and overcrowded and this and that. Biden is doing far worse, but nobody says anything. It's not covered as a news story. And polls have shown that much of the public doesn't know what's going on. So it never became a big thing to vote on. Well, there's start, there's start, there's there's cracks now because CNN started covering it. Oh, yeah. Week. I heard and, network news this morning covering. It. Yeah. Yeah. And it was and, like the lead story on a couple of network newscasts. And there were commentators on CNN who were saying, look, you know, this is this is really a, a huge issue here. And so now everyone's going to suddenly become aware of this. You, you can't cover it up anymore. So the the journal's take on this, and this is important. The moment of truth is this. If Biden doesn't replace Title 42 with something else that keeps the surge down, then uh, he's caved to the open border crowd. He can go one way or another. He can just let Title 42 expire and let this mob come here and continue on the way he's been doing without any chance of sending people away from the border. Or he can come up with some kind of replacement that tamps down on the numbers. Yeah, if it's Biden. Well, I'm just saying, well, the administration. <laughs> but, right, but Biden is a catch-all term for the government. Right. There is no actual Joe Biden in charge of all these uh, decisions. 
Now, right now, they're acting like they're ready for this. This would be the Department of Homeland Security and that dope Alejandro Mayorkas. And all they do is keep repeating the same things. Well, our asylum system is broken. Our immigration system is broken. Well, you fix it. We heard this 15 years ago but, with the call for amnesty from John McCain and Bush and all those people. They all act like it's somebody else who has to fix it. This Congress is supposed to fix it. Every Congress for the last 20 years was supposed to fix it. And they refuse to because they want it. In fact, I right. heard the rationale today. Like for Republicans, same old thing. Businesses are saying, hey, we're short of labor, right? There's 11 million unfilled jobs. We don't have enough workers in this country. The birth rates are really low in this country. We, we've got to have more workers uh, or we're going out of business. The economy is going to spiral. So you got that. And then the Democrats, you know, are all in on this global socialism, the idea that America is an illegal nation and there shouldn't be borders anyway. So these two, uh, the, these two philosophies are merging together. And now you've had 4 million people come over the border in two years. Do you know how much 4 million is? 4 million is oh, nice. more than the population <laughs> of, uh, of states. Yeah. 20, 20, 23 states have less than 4 million yeah. as population. 23 states. So this is like a whole new decent-sized state being added to America, mostly being shipped to big cities where Eric Adams in New York City is begging, screaming that he, they can't take it anymore. No, they need a billion dollars. Newsom says we can't take it anymore. They're running out. Yeah. Because he knows we've got a budget deficit coming, and he cannot afford to spend all this money on migrants yeah. coming to California and getting services. But they, hey, they declared it a sanctuary. You know, I, I, I would tell him to, uh, you know, eat poop. Sorry, you declared your city, you declared your state a sanctuary. So there you go. Give him sanctuary just like you wanted. You were virtue so, signaling. You were trying to look uh, self-righteous and holier than thou. There you go. There's your consequence, you big phony. So in the perfect world, the journal says the U.S. needs to step up security measures on the southern border, shift towards skills as the principal basis for permanent wow. admissions and manage guest worker programs to meet employers' needs. Look at all these epiphanies. You know, you got the Board of Supervisors and Karen Bass saying, oh, you know, we, we need to have a meeting about homelessness. And now, oh, how about we have uh, skills-based entry requirements for immigration? Remember, Trump pushed that, but it didn't go anywhere. He made a big speech one day about no, how we were going to have a merit-based immigration system. No, no, because, because woke people aren't into merit. No, woke, woke because people, most of the people that do want to come here don't have a lot of skills. I, you know what? And I understand why, because a lot of woke people have their positions not based on merit, but based on any number of other qualities. Or, uh, you know, they, they got their educations uh, studying all kinds of uh, diversity and inclusion uh, uh, courses. So, you know, they don't know merit. They don't even know what that means. They've been, never had to deal with merit in their lives. So, of course, they're not going to insist on it for immigration purposes. Yeah. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Santa Monica is not safe, says a big billboard. Crime, depravity. We'll talk about it after the news at 5 o'clock. It's got people talking in Santa Monica. So stay tuned for that. Next hour, two, our hack of the year. 2022 is coming to a close. It's time to throw somebody in the dumpster mm. who was the worst hack right. of the year. Let him rot through the holidays. Exactly. <laughs>
Daniel Gus of the Gus Report did clear something up we talked about earlier this hour. I mentioned Jose Weizar got suspended from the city council after he got charged in a bribery scandal. Yeah. They stopped his pay and they allegedly were allowed to because it was in connection with his job as a city council member, whereas Mark Ridley Thomas's accusations or his indictment was when he was on the board of supervisors. But he's saying, I'm on the city council now. That's not directly connected to this job. You see the difference? Mm-hmm. That was the, and as you said, the city council just caved and paid and folded up. Yeah. All right. Well, there's an interesting and strange warning coming from a doctor out of the United Kingdom. I think we should pass it on to all listeners. Uh, he's saying that it's very dangerous to uh, to masturbate with Christmas ornaments. Well, and, and that never occurred to me. Dr. Sarah Welsh, a gynecologist, told Need to Know Online. Need to Know. She was listing Need to Know, dot, uh, need to know Online. Yeah. Everyone to Need to Know. I, I, I needed to know this. Apparently, every year, a percentage of people are hospitalized, particularly around Christmas time, because they are inserting things into their body. There is an x-ray of somebody who put a candy cane up their rectum. Oh, is that where it is? Well, because I saw the photo, but the headline says, don't masturbate with Christmas ornaments. So I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, well, how did the candy cane, what was the entry point for the candy cane? It was the, uh, yeah, described as the nether region. I guess it's. Um, but you're saying it went went through the rear entry. It looks like it there, and I guess it hooked around. Do you see the picture? Yeah, and, no, I'm looking at it. But that, well, I mean, that's technically not self-pleasuring, though. Well, maybe it is. I'm afraid it is. There are people that have put live animals up there. Um, yes, I've heard about that. It's like one of the oldest you know, that, um, urban legends in history. I know. But somebody must have done it. Uh, yes. Somebody's done it. That, that didn't come out of, I mean, why? A I take my chances with a candy cane over an ornament. You know, easily Christmas bulbs break. What do you got to do? Mind? Yeah. Right. Uh, and then there's a hook on the end, right? You got to, it's got to have a hook to hang it on the tree. Anything with sugar in it, such as Christmas confectionery, should stay away from the vagina as this disrupts the delicate ecosystem. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> you can get thrush infections. An infected thrush? People have put turkey basters in there. <laughs> What's wrong with people? I've never gotten any of that. Every They're time bored I see and drunk? Of these... I don't know. How bored do you have to be? They think it's funny. You start, you put kitchen utensils in there, Christmas ornaments. Last fall, a Candy guy treats. in Michigan got six kidney beans lodged in his urethra. Oh, I During remember. a bizarre attempt at sexual gratification. Known in the medical community as sounding. It has a name, huh? Sounding? Why sounding? I don't know. That's just what they call it. A man in India shoved a deodorant canister up his... Uh, are there any interviews with these people? Rear end, and uh, I want <laughs> I want to hear from. Them. I'm not aware of any interviews, but if I find anybody that wants to come on the show, <laughs> like what made you think of that? Think of what? I, that's what I'd ask them. Oh, oh, doing that? Well, yeah, 
You're looking at a. Well, you're just I read it in a book. Laying on the sofa, you're looking at. The I Christmas saw it online. Tree. It's a challenge. You're looking at the Christmas tree, and you're saying, "Hmm, I bet you it would feel good if I." Uh... Well, we're missing the vegan, but uh, this story would have been for her. Apparently, a number of people in Australia are suffering from hallucinations after eating baby spinach. I love baby spinach, by the way. Apparently, one it? particular farm. I mean, what is it? It's just small spinach leaves. They're just smaller. You really like that? Well, I do because spinach is normally huge. Like uh-huh. if you buy it at the grocery store, it's you know in the produce section, it's like big leaves of spinach. Baby spinach are just easier to get in your mouth. This stuff yeah. really tastes good to you. You know, it's acceptable. I love cooked spinach, but baby spinach, yeah, so it can harsh. taste like you're eating grass. Just so, so, everything tastes bitter to me. You like spinach artichoke dip? I do. Very much. Yeah, me too. You guys are weirdos. That's because it's full of creamy mayonnaise and stuff. <laughs> no, really, you guys are weirdos. John, you wouldn't eat spinach artichoke dip? That's not. I don't even. Because you like I, creamy things. I'll just eat the cream. I don't want artichokes or spinach in it. Eh, you hardly notice it all kind of blends together. Uh, uh, they're warning people. because <laughs> Here's the funny part of this story. Some people are seeking out the spinach because they want the hallucinations just like getting magic mushrooms but doctors are saying oh no 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 it's not pleasant uh here are the symptoms delirium confusion hallucinations dilated pupils rapid heartbeat flush face blurred vision dry mouth wow i don't think you want to seek that out cool but when people see the headline hallucinations oh man i want that stuff so that's legal spinach do they smoke it or uh, Snort no, it? no, no. I, I think they just eat it. Just eat it. Yeah. Probably have to eat it raw because if you cook it, it might. I don't know. It says it became contaminated by some sort of toxic weed, such as nightshade or jimson weed or mandrake root. That's what they're thinking. Well, those are funky things. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, Santa Monica is not safe. That's what a big billboard says. We'll talk to one of the people behind it, John Alley who's a business owner there and has been on our show many times before. This is the latest campaign from a number of business owners in Santa Monica to fight back at the unsafe city of Santa uh, Monica. Santa Monica government is as stubborn as uh, any group you'll ever find. They don't care how decayed and rotted the town becomes. Fascinating. So, right, Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Mark Ryder live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.